name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. How are we today? Are you good? Did you have a good week? We thank God for this beautiful morning. We thank God for this uh, day and this month that the Lord has given unto us. It is a day that the Lord has made for us to rejoice and to be glad in it. I just want to thank God for uh, the father of this house and uh, the mom of this house, Pastor and Helen, for giving me another opportunity to stand in this altar today. I don't take anything lightly. I want to honor God and I want to honor, give honor where honor is due. Praise the Lord. I come from Sydney and originally I was born in Kenya. My name is Pamela and uh, I grew up in Africa and uh, God miraculously did a lot of, you know, a lot of things, blessings and I found myself in Europe and now I live in Australia. I live in Sydney for 12 years and I bless the Lord. The journey wasn't easy. As I was growing up yesterday, I was giving a testimony uh, to the women who were here and some of the things were emotional, but we thank God this far that the Lord has done in, a, in my life and in my sister's lives. So we are in Australia. My two sisters are here in Australia, and one sister is uh, in Kenya, and we are trusting God that she will join us one day. We are six in a family, but two were promoted to heaven, and we are four remaining. And my mom and my dad are deceased. We are orphans, but that does not make us sit back and not do nothing. So many years ago, we went through a lot of rejection, a lot of abuse, a lot of beatings, a lot of domestic violence, and we were really going through a lot of bad things. But when we grew up, and God blessed us because my mama was very prayerful and spoke a blessing in our lives, we were able to start a foundation back in Africa. And the foundation is running, and we thank God. And the foundation is just basically uh, touching women, women in prisons, uh, girls in schools, rescue, rescuing girls from um, early marriages of which we went through when my dad was alive. He wanted us married off when we were still young, young girls. And we thought it was not a good idea. We ran from home. And so we thought, what else can we do? And because I'm a pastor, I spoke to my sisters and we prayed about this and we started a foundation. We rescue girls who are being forced into early marriages, circumcised, and we bring them to centers and we put them there and we look after them. We go through schools and we provide blankets sanitary products for the young girls so that we can put them to school because when it comes to that time of the month most of them don't know what to do it's not like here things are tough in that area that side of the world so i'm blessed to be doing what we are doing and it's for me it's a total ministry that i'm doing and when we met with uh, our pastor steward and helen they've been a blessing in my life and uh, I just thank God for the season that I'm in. And so, uh, for you, maybe you're here in Australia and you don't know what to do, go out there, be a blessing to someone. Yes, even a meal can change someone's life. For me, when I was growing up, someone blessed me with something small. I showed the women yesterday. It is a dress that she gave me 
when I needed a dress. Because I had one dress the whole year and I had a uniform. So can you imagine every day you have a dress that you wash night and you wear in the morning and the uniform and rags was what we were used to. And this woman just from nowhere said, you are going to be a big nation. You are going to be a blessing to other people. I have bought you this dress and I've been having that dress for all the years. Let me just get it. And it brings me some memories. Because this is a person that I never knew, but she spoke life in my life. But she never knew that I would turn to be a blessing in her life. She, rose, she lost her job. And now I've been mentoring her and helping her with a lot of spiritual things. Because she went into smoking and drinking. And she lost her marriage. But I've been there. She never knew that she planted something that would come back to be a blessing in her life. It was a small thing to her, but to me, it means a lot. So for me, I thought I didn't have clothes, I didn't have blankets, but God has blessed me to be in a land of Australia. What else can I do? I go to the streets of Nairobi, the villages in Nairobi, and yesterday we were talking to one of the men that we work with in Kenya, who is our director. He is in a place near Somalia, near um, Ethiopia. And today he's supplying sanitary towels with the women there. He's a policeman. But we work together. And I think for me to be connected to such people is a blessing. So what am I saying? I'm trying to tell you, whatever you are, the position you are, the situation you are, God can use you in whatever way. The most important thing is to avail yourself. God bless you. That's my short uh, testimony. And I go back to the word of God and let us pray so that uh, we can continue from there. Father, we declare that you are the Lord God Almighty this morning in this uh, altar and this service. We thank you, Alpha and Omega, our beginning and our end. Father, as we start, oh God Almighty, as I bring your word, God, I pray that you use me as a vessel this morning. Father, I thank you that God, your Holy Spirit, will come and take control of everything that we do in this place. Thank you for each and every person who's seated here, God. Open our spiritual ears. Open our physical ears so that we can hear from the throne of grace this morning. We thank you for the word this morning and we bless you and we give you glory and honor for this we have prayed in the mighty name of Jesus and everyone say Amen. Praise the Lord. The topic of my message this morning is it's never too late for God to come through for you. It is never too late for God to come through for you. And we are going to read from the book of as, as Isaiah chapter number 60 verse number 22. Isaiah chapter number 60 verse number 22. Isaiah chapter number 60. Verse number 22. Isaiah number 60. If you are there, we will read together and God will bless us together. (sighs) 
it is never too late. Turn to your neighbor and tell them it's never too late for God to come through for you. It's never too late. It's never too late. Sometimes we get to some place where we think we have prayed, we have waited, we have fasted, but nothing seems to be happening. And it could be some overwhelming situations in our lives and we feel like, where is God? But I want to let you know that there are few verses in the Bible that we have seen God come through for people when they were in a fixed place. And as for us this morning, we know that whatever we have prayed and asked God, it will come to pass in Jesus' name. Because the Bible says in Psalms chapter number 89, verse number 34, that my covenant I shall not break. So whatever God has promised over your life, has been prophesied over your life, all you need to do is to hang on to God. And you will see the promises of God come to pass in Jesus' name. Isaiah number 60, verse number 22, the Bible says, I, the Lord, at the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. At the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Whatever that thing is that you have been trusting God for, he will make it happen. Wait and see. God will make it happen at the appointed time. He is never late. He is never early. He comes at the right time. His timing is different from our timing. So whenever you pray, trust God. Have faith. Because when you have faith in God, then he will come through for you. Then he will do that thing that you asked him. The Bible says, the same God who promised with him nothing is impossible. And he says, when you call to me, I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things you do not know. Isaiah 33, number 3. He says, call to me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things you do not know. I may not understand where you are today. I don't know what you are facing today. I don't know the challenges you are going through today. I don't know what is happening in your life. But as the servant of God, I'm standing here today with the authority from heaven, declaring over your life that whatever you have asked God, whatever you are trusting God for this year, before the end of the year, God is going to perform a miracle in your life. Because the Bible says, put me to remembrance. Let us contend together. Start your case that you may be acquainted. For Jehovah's promise to come through for you. Keep trusting God. Keep believing in God. He's able to do the exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you can ask or imagine this morning. Amen. Saints, Amen. God is faithful. He's able to do the exceedingly. He's able to move mountains in our lives. He says, I will make, I will level every mountain. I will level every high places. I will bring down every valley because he is God. He is powerful. There's nothing that is too hard for him. He says, when you call to him, he answers our prayers. He says, you go and pray to me. And I will listen to you. And when you search me, you'll find me. And when you seek me with all your heart, I'll be found by you, says the Lord. He's still God. He has promised to do it. He will do it for you. Never give up. Whatever you have been trusting God, he will do it for you. He is a faithful God. He came through 
uh, to, uh, he came through for Sarah and Isaac. When things looked like impossible, nothing was happening in the book of Genesis chapter number 12. He came through for you, for them. They were waiting, waiting for God. The promise had been promised. God says, go out, look at the sky, count the stars. Your descendants will be as many as the stars you see in heaven. But he waited for a long time. He says, your descendants will be like the sand of the ocean. But still, he was waiting. It took a long time, but God came for them. God gave them the promise. It may take long. It may look like it's been years. But if he promised to do something in your life, he will come through for you. He will come through for you. He will make it happen. Because he said at the appointed time of the Lord, him will make it happen. So never give up this morning. People who are in this area, go out there. Speak the word of God to this community. Bring God to the people to the house of God. Change lives of people. Tell them the truth. Tell them about the gospel. For God has chosen you for such a time as this to go out there and say what God has done in your life. For the Bible says, he is not a man to lie. In Numbers 23, verse number 17, he says, he's not a man to lie. He's not a son of man to repent. Whatever he has promised in his word, it will surely come to pass in Jesus' name. Am I speaking to someone this morning? Amen. What maybe the situation could be different to what you're thinking or what you have heard. Maybe it's the report from the doctors. Maybe you have been waiting for that thing to happen in your marriage and things look like they are up and down. The Bible says in Psalms 23 that though you go through the valley of the shadow of death, you shall fear no evil for I am with you. You are going through that thing. You are not staying in the valley. You are just going through. Because if you stay there, you might die in the valley. But you go through. You go through that thing and trust God. You lift up the eye, your eyes to Jesus. The Bible says, I lift up my eyes to Jesus. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. When we lift our eyes to Jesus, then things happen in the spirit. Then things happen in the realm of the spirit. Continue trusting God. He is a faithful God. He will never lie. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is always with us. He says, I will be with you until the end of time. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know the situations we are in today. But as for me, I grew up in a very hostile environment. But I chose not to sit and wait. And like that man in the pool of Bethsaida, he chose not to sit there. He chose to go every time the angel of the Lord came down. He chose to step forward. And try to go so that he could be healed. But if he didn't, it never happened. But he still not stopped to do it. I said I will not sit here and die. But I will go forward and do something. The things that happened in my life, the abuse that happened in my life, it never made me to stay there. I look at them as a testimony of my preparation for my future. I said I will never sit there and cry and die there. I'll go forward and make a difference in my community. I'll go forward and change people's lives through the word of the, of the good news. That is what I'm doing. The Lord God has purpose to bless you. He has called you for such a time as this to step forward and do what he has called you to do. Never give up. He will come through for you. At the appointed time of the Lord, he will make things beautiful. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen.
Am I speaking to someone today? Thank you, Jesus. Am I too fast? No. Oh, you know, Africa, we don't have full stop sometimes. <laughs> we are not like you, Moses. You speak lightly. Anyway, I want to say something. I don't know. Is it the sickness that has been a problem in your life? What mountain stands before you? The Bible says if your faith small like a master's seed, if you speak to that mountain, it will move to the sea. Just a little faith. A master's seed is so small, so tiny. But the Bible says when you have that little faith, it can move mountains. And we're not talking about the mountains we see around. Mountains could be that sickness. Mountain could be that struggle in your marriage. Mountain could be the children that you have spoken to them, they don't even hear. Mountains could be something that is standing on your way, trying to block you from going forward. You speak to them. Those mountains, they'll pave way for you to go forward. Hallelujah. I have seen God do miracles in people's lives. The Bible says, when Abraham was waiting, it took a long time. How many times have you prayed and you feel like, mm -mm, did really God hear? Well, am I really in the track? What is happening? You could be somewhere people are testifying, but you're not giving testimony because something has not happened in your life. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. The Bible says faith is the substance of things not seen. It is the evidence of things not seen. Continue trusting God. Because when you hold on on God, He is faithful. He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. He will bring it, he will bring, he will bring it to pass at the right time. Because He says, those who trust in God shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall walk and not faint. They shall run and not be weary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those who trust in the Lord, my goodness, they shall renew their strength. This morning, you are going to renew your strength because God is speaking to you this morning that you continue to walk because he's with you. He will go ahead of you. He is gone ahead of you. He will make every crooked ways straight in your life. Hallelujah. It says also those who wait on the Lord, they are strong like Mount Zion. They will never be moved. They will never be shaken. They will stand strong because you have, you have the word of God. And when you, you cling on the word of God, you'll be strong in the Lord. God is faithful. He will make it happen. At the right time, he will make it happen. He did it for Sarah. He will do it for you. He did it for Hannah. He will do it for you. He did it for Manoah's wife. When she was waiting, she was barren and waited. God blessed them with Samson. He is a faithful God. He did it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel, chapter number 3. He fought for them, and he gave them victory. When they were thrown in the fire, God came and sent the fourth man. I prophesied this day that may the Lord God Almighty send the fourth man in your situation today. May the Lord God Almighty send the fourth man in that problem that you are seeing. May the Lord God Almighty send the fourth man in whatever situation you are struggling. May the Lord God Almighty send the fourth man in every area of your life because he's a faithful God. He has promised that at the perfect time of the Lord he will make
make it happen. It will bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. We have seen testimonies in the word of God. We have seen him moving. He did it for Daniel when he was thrown in the, in the den of lions. The Bible says the lions never touch him. He caught the mouth of the lions. May the Lord God Almighty shut the mouth of the lions that are roaring in your life. Those storms that you are seeing, the winds that you are seeing are blowing so hard. May God Almighty bring them to calm down in the name of Jesus. We may be going through trials and tribulation, but the Bible says they make us strong. Our faith are tested through the things that we go through. It's only waiting on the Lord and only trusting God and knowing that God is able to move and do great things in our lives. If he did it for Daniel, he did it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He will do it for you. He's the same God. He has never changed. The Bible says he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He remains God. He sits on the throne of grace. He speaks like God, and he roars like a lion. He has never changed. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for you. He loved you before he knew. He, saw, he loved you before you even knew. He knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. He prepared you before even you knew. He prepared you even your mind before your parents know that they're going to get married. He's same God yesterday, today, and forever. Trust God. Continue believing God. Lift his name even in the storms. Sing praises. When you sing praises in the storm, when you sing praises in the challenges, you confuse the enemy. But when you declare that you are defeated, then the enemy takes over. Don't allow the enemy to tell you it will never happen. I want to promise you, I want to tell you, I want to declare over your life, it will come to pass in Jesus' name. It will come to pass in Jesus' name. May the Lord God make this few months of the end of 2019 that you see the promises of God come to pass in your life in Jesus' name. Is there anything too hard for God? Anything too hard for God? So keep on trusting God. Keep on moving forward because you know you have a God who spoke the word like this and heaven was made. He spoke the word like this and everything was created. He is able. He is able. There's nothing whatsoever. God is able to do the impossible. He's a God of impossibilities. He has done it before. He will do it again. If he let that happen to you, he knows how to bring it to pass. He knows how to bring you out of that. He was able to let the boys thrown into fire, the finance fire that would add it seven times. Hold that before. But he knew the end of that. He sent the fourth man. The Bible says when they came out of the fire, not even a smell of smoke. Not even their hair was, nothing happened to them. They came out and them, the king asked, was your God who you trust and pray rescued you? He said from now onwards, everywhere, let the God of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego be worshipped. Because he's a powerful God. What is that that is troubling you today? What is it that gives you tears? The Bible says weeping may only last for a night. Ah, my goodness, weeping may only last for a night. Pamela, weeping may only last for a night. Our steward, weeping may only last for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. But joy comes in the morning. You could be somewhere, you see the you don't see the way, but the Bible says it's a way maker. 
worker. He's a miracle worker. When they thought that they were going to kill Mordecai and to wipe away the tribe of Israel, God came through for them. Haman planned to kill Mordecai, if you remember, in the book of Esther. And God came through for them at the last hour. The Bible says that that night, when the gallop was made and Mordecai was ready to be killed by Haman, the king had sleepless nights and asked for the books of the chronicles, the books, the, the books of the records of the chronicles to be brought to him. And when he went through the books, he asked what was done for this man. And it was found that Mordecai had brought a very important report to the king years earlier. And nothing was done for him. May God remember you for the good deeds you've done. The God who remembered King Ezekiah in the book of Second Kings, chapter number 20. And gave him to live for 15 more years. May he remember you. The Bible says when a man of God brought a report to the king Ezekiah and said, put your house in order. You shall not live, you shall not live but die. The man of God Ezekiah turned his face to the wall and cried to God bitterly and said, God, remember I have walked before you faithfully. Steward, may God remember you. You and your generation. May he, may the seal of God Never depart from your generation. May God remember you and your wife for the good that you have done in this land. May the God Almighty open doors and windows for you that when you go, you will speak and people will listen. May God give you a word of authority. When you start in this land, there will be revival in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. May God remember you people. May God look at you and smile from heaven because he's a faithful God. He can see your faithful heart. He's going to use you in a mighty way. Gates of Melbourne will open. People will hear the good news. You are in Africa. You know what happens in Africa. I know. People don't understand that God can use them. Sometimes you feel like I'm not worth it. He spoke to Moses and Moses said, God, but I cannot speak. We sometimes are cold and we say, God, I can't. Many years ago, I stood in a pulpit in Africa. And when I got a microphone and said, praise the Lord. I don't know what happened. Someone just busted laughing and laughed a long laugh. And I stood there and I didn't understand. And the devil brought the that things that used to happen in my life. When my dad told me I wasn't looking beautiful, I was looking like that. And the hatred and everything. And told me, you're never good. You can't do this. Because that person, I knew the devil was using that person. Because why should a person laugh in the midst of a congregation? Laughed and we had to stop and wait until she finished laughing. But I stood and said, God, you brought me here to do the assignment. I've been called for a divine assignment. And I know the enemy is not happy. Then I waited for her to finish laughing. And then I say, praise the name of the Lord. And the whole congregation stood and said, amen. She sat down, looked down, and walked out. 
That is how the enemy can intimidate you in the midst of what you are doing. Sometimes you could feel you are inadequate. You don't fit. You don't fit in a congregation. You don't fit where you go. You don't even want to speak to people. But let me tell you, when you take a step of faith, hey, Jehovah will enable you to do great things. God will change this city. And people will know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Pastor Stewart, lives forever. Amen. Hallelujah. The, 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 the king said, may the God of Daniel be worshipped. The only God of Daniel be worshipped here. The same God that I'm speaking about. The God who moves mountains. The God who made the way in the wilderness. The God who parted the Red Sea. The God who was able to bring the children of Israel from Egypt and brought them through the Red Sea and made a way in the Red Sea. Parted the Red Sea to a dry land. He will do it for you. He has never changed. In him, the Bible says in James, he has, there's no shadow or variation of turning. He does not change. He stands forever. Amen. He's powerful. Amen. He is faithful. Hallelujah. He is great. Thank you, Jesus. He is great. I am. He is our shield. He is our strong tower. He is our Lord. Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Nisi. He is Jehovah El Shaddai. He is Jehovah Shalom, our peace. He is Jehovah El Kibor. He fights our battle. He goes before us and fights our battles. He was able to lift David from nothing to the king who never knew that David, a young shepherd boy, could become a king of Israel. Not in the mind of any other person. Not even in the mind of his own father. Because when the man of God appeared, he asked, are these only your sons? He could not remember that he had another one. That is how the enemy can try to intimidate, put you down. But let me tell you, the rejected ones, ah, God uses one. God uses the rejection, rejected ones. He was rejected and people never thought that he was among those ones who are going to be selected to be the king. But David was brought and he was anointed and he was a king. And there's never been a king like David. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. The one who fights for people, he will fight for you. The God, his name is El Kibor. He will fight for you. The battles that you are seeing today in this area, God will give it to you like this. You see like nothing because Bible, the Bible says a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. It could take long for what you have been praying for. But who knows, today could be your day of restoration again. You've lost a way or you feel like you don't fit. God wants to rescue you. God wants to do something different. God wants to move you from one glory to another. Bible says he moves us from one glory to another. He lifts people from nothing and sits them together on a table. With the they dine together with kings and queens. If you remember Mephosheth in the Bible, the grandson of Saul, he was a lame a cripple. But David said, is there anybody 
in the house of Saul that I may show mercy. And Ziba, who was looking after me, first of all said, he, there's one, but. When you hear a but in a sentence, there's something following. Maybe it could be a positive or negative. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but, hey, did you hear that? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but there are many, but something is coming. But the Lord delivers him from them all. He cuts his bone. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slide the wicked, and those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. And the Lord redeems the soul of his servant. And those who trust the name of the Lord are not condemned. Condemned. Those who trust in the name of the Lord. You that trust in the name of the Lord, you shall not be condemned. Whenever you go through anything, remember, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the troubles that I went through, but the Lord brought me through. Many are the things that you see are going wrong in this nation, but the Lord will deliver Australia. Many are the things you hear in the news that so and so committed suicide. But the Lord will come through for our youth. But the Lord will come through for the families. But the Lord will bring resurrection in marriages. But the Lord will do what men thought is impossible. But the Lord, this church will be a refuge for people to run to this place to hear the good news is a chosen generation a peculiar nation generation will walk here and go out not the same way they came in may the Lord use this pulpit for healing and restoration may the anointing of this pulpit bring restoration in your life in your life in your family's life in Jesus name who brought the children of Israel out of Egypt will remember you. The Bible says they went. Their clothes were never torn. Forty years in the wilderness. They ne- like you see, I showed you my dress. It's now, I can't fit in it. Their clothes remained like that for 40 years. They didn't have shops. They didn't have where to get anything. But the God provided manna and their shoes the same thing. Who is this God? A powerful God who can make water from a rock. He's still God. Why not run to him? Stay strong. Temptations, trials, tribulations are there to make you strong in the Lord. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but hey, I love that one. Mm. It makes me move forward and continue to trust God and believing that God will do even that one that I don't think it will never happen. He did it for Samson. He did it for Hannah. He did it for Sarah. He did it for the children of Israel. He will do it for us today. He is a faithful God. 
His name is Yahweh. And he does not share his glory. God bless this pulpit. And when people run to this place, they will find the anointed man of God and woman of God, and they will receive the healing and blessings of the Lord. If you're here and you're struggling with anything, and you feel like you've come to a point where I don't know what to do. I look up, there's nothing happening. I was there before. But God helped me. I'm ready to pray for you. You need prayer. You have a sick person in hospital. You're not feeling well. You, have, you want to reconcile again to Jesus. You want to give your life to God. This is the time. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.